0: Hey guys, welcome to the One Life Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today. And we hope this message encourages you and strengthens your faith. Enjoy the message. I'm told of my message today, Revelation of Jesus is pivotal to our success in life. In other words, without Jesus in our life, we will fail to live the life in the joy that God has intended us to live. I'll be honest, though. I've struggled with fully understand the topic of pivoting in times of change. But one thing i haven't struggled with is that jesus is pivotal that is jesus is the most important thing in these times that we're living in the more that we learn about righteousness the more that we can learn that in these times there's a lot of unrighteousness trying to come into the world at this present time and it's so important it's so pivotal that we stay righteous and we are righteous because jesus made us righteous it's the, pri- the, the blood of Jesus Christ makes me righteous. I have no righteousness of my own. You have no righteousness of your own. We don't have it without Jesus Christ. That's why he's so pivotal. That's why we need Jesus all the time. We need to accept Jesus into our heart to be our Lord and Saviour. And uh, like I said uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was leading communion, it said, that this is the day the Lord has made, we'll rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, We need to be glad in these times. We were born. This is the time for us to wake up and shake up and, and do the things that God's called us to do. You know, it's exciting to be in these times. You know, It's great to be able to share the gospel now because the words of truth is what what the world requires. It's the truth that's going to set the captives free. Jesus said that. So we need to be ones to embrace this time. We weren't born at this time by accident. God placed us here. God carefully plans for us to be in this time. He's chosen us and called us to be his message at this time. That's exciting. We need to embrace that. And uh, see, like I said, God carefully plans things and we're required to do the same. Carefully plan and make life choices. Make choices, wise choices. We won't do it without revelation. Uh, But if we don't get revelation unless we seek it, I believe unless we seek revelation, we won't get revelation. And when we get revelation, we won't know we have it unless we are submitted to God. God can give revelation. God can pour out his revelation upon the earth and we will miss it unless we're seeking it. We need to seek the revelation of God. God. You know, Jesus is the revelation of God. God revealed himself through Jesus. When Jesus came upon the earth, God was revealing himself through Jesus. So we need Jesus in our life to be able to have the revelation that God's called us to have. We need revelation. If we want to know the Father, then we need to know the Son as well and the Holy Spirit and vice versa and whichever way it goes. They're, they're so intertwined. They, they, you can't divide them up. They're distinguishable, but they're indivisible. The three are connected. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are, are, are one. They're united, and we need to be united with them and, uh, and and seek that. See, Jesus was on the earth living amongst the people, teaching them about God, the Father, and his kingdom, teaching kingdom principles for, for kingdom living. He was performing miracles. He was doing the works of the Father. He was revealing himself as the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God, etc. And they still didn't get the revelation. They still didn't miss the revelation. Why? I believe because they weren't seeking it. Yes, they were waiting for the Messiah, but they weren't seeking the Messiah. I see that, I see that as a difference. And we need to seek God and, uh, see, I believe there's a similar, similar trend in the world today. Many believers, they believe in God, but they don't seek Jesus. We need, see, many believers don't bear fruit worthy of repentance. This is, I'll put in a disclaimer, these are just my thoughts, my observations, that many people, even though they confess to be believers, confess to know God, are not bearing fruit worthy of repentance. It needs to be a change in our lives. If God has come into our heart, if Jesus has come in and be Lord and Saviour of our lives, there has to be change. We can't just stay the same. It's a growing thing. Our salvation moves on. Our faith grows. Yes, we have a measure of faith, but faith doesn't stay where it was. Faith grows. Faith gets bigger. God asks us to do greater things as our faith grows. Even with faith as a mustard seed, we can speak to mountains and be thou removed and cast into the sea. Whether we see that as physical or spiritual, it doesn't matter. It still requires faith, whichever way you see it. You know, we need to be ones that are moving by faith. See, why do I believe that many people who claim to believe in God and don't seek Jesus? Why do I say that? My answer to that is it's easy to believe in a God. That, that doesn't require anything. See, man can and does make a God out of anything he chooses, but it's more difficult to submit to the one and only true God, true living God, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son, Jesus the Son, who make demands on our life. You know, God, by His very nature, demands that we become like Him. We were born in His image, according to His likeness, so he, he is true holiness. He's true righteousness. He's true faithfulness. He's true love. And it requires that we become the same. It requires that of us. We need Jesus and uh, need to seek the revelation, sorry, of how we can do this. In other words, we need to seek Jesus. Jesus is the centre of it all. We have songs, many songs. Jesus is the centre. And you know, we sing it out. He's the centre of my life. He's the centre of the church. He's the centre of all things, which he is. He's the centre of creation. I just keep speaking it out. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. As believers, we need to have a life worthy of repentance, a life worthy of, that we've changed, a life that is worthy of someone suffering the death of the cross, the shame of the cross on our behalf. And, uh, Praise Jesus, he did that. Praise God. See, in Matthew chapter 16, we have the story you know, of revelation that, that Peter had. We've heard it many times. I won't read it out. I'll just go through it a little bit. Where, he had, where Jesus went to and said, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And some said, what did they say? John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then he said, but who do you say but who do you say that i am and that was a different challenge but peter said you are the christ the son of the living god and jesus said blessed are you simon bar jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father who is in heaven and uh it's amazing as he went on and and we know the story went on a bit and didn't take long for peter to get carried away but that was great at that time <laughs> But we won't dwell on that. But see, it's not what others say about Jesus and not what others believe about Jesus. It's what I believe about Jesus. It's what you believe about Jesus that is pivotal to our Christian walk. And not only that, it's what I believe about Jesus and what I say about Jesus is also pivotal to the unbelievers, to the unsaved because we're not going to share a Jesus that we don't love. We're not going to share a Jesus that we don't believe in. We're not going to speak about a Jesus you know, whom we don't love and who we don't have got faith in and whom we don't trust. That's not going to be the Jesus we share. The Jesus that we love is the Jesus we're going to share. And we speak about the things we love. We share about the things we love. We talk about the things we love. So if we love Jesus, we're going to talk about Jesus And who I say that he is, is pivotal, not only in my life, but in the life of others that I will share with. And that's the revelation that we need to have, how pivotal Jesus is to our walk. See, mankind needs Jesus Christ. It doesn't need anything else. It doesn't need any other something else or any other stuff that man tries to fill the void with. Jesus is the only way that connects man back to God. We know that it 's fundamental basic believing, but hey let 's share the fundamental love of jesus christ let 's share the fundamental believing let 's share more about repentance. People have to repent. How did we get into the kingdom of God? How did we get saved by repentance? Let us now bear fruit worthy of that repentance. you know how do we do that? Share about the love of Christ, live the christ like life yeah you know, Don't make excuses or justifications if we're not. Just get on our knees or stand before God and repent and say, God, forgive me, I have sinned against you. Forgive me. What's God going to do then? He's going to forgive us. But that's the message that we have. All have fallen short of the glory. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single person. Sometimes we're too frightened to share the full gospel message. Let's share it. That's what set me free. That's what can set others free. I didn't get a watered down message. I didn't get a mamby-pamby message. I got it right between the eyes. Did I receive it straight away? I've said this many times. No, I didn't. But the thing is, the Spirit of God started doing His work. The Spirit of God started to bring conviction. It was the Spirit of God that led me to repentance. Wasn't necessarily the words. I can't even remember the words that were spoken to me. But I can remember the Holy Spirit convicting me. And the Holy Spirit brings the conviction. Have we got the revelation that he brings the conviction? I don't even know where I was up to. <laughs> See, John chapter 6. I want to turn to John chapter 6. Oh, I haven't got anything for up there. It doesn't matter. I I forget about that and I find, find it too. Uh, I haven't uh, overcome that challenge yet. <laughs> Praise God. John chapter 6, I'm not going to read the whole story, I'll just read some of it. But Jesus is talking about him being the true bread that came down from heaven. But what the main thing is, they were having a debate or or Jesus was bringing teaching, he was bringing revelation, but they kept looking through the natural and Jesus was bringing the spiritual. And that's what I mean, we've got to seek the revelation of God. We've got to be looking in the spirit, not in the natural. (laughs) They were looking through the natural logic, weren't they? First up, verse 52, natural reasoning. See, nowadays, it's the if God reasoning. If God was real, if God was loving, if God was something else, it's all about if this, if that. People are too busy trying to put God into their own box and how God should behave rather than repenting and saying, I need to come around and live God's way. I don't have to fit God into my box. I've got to fit into his way of living. That's the difference. And that's the message that we have. We don't allow the Spirit of God around our lives enough to repent and say, well, God, yes, you're right and I'm wrong. See, God is always right. He's never wrong. He's always right. Yeah, amen. (laughs) Praise God. He's always right. But see, the natural reasoning, the voice of reason will come if this, if only Whatever it is, we can't allow the voice of reason around our lives. See, the voice of reason will try to come around our own life as well. That's why Jesus, or not Jesus, but that's why it's important to take every thought captive and bring in the obedience of Christ, to tear down the imaginations, to tear down the arguments, the things that wage war within our spirit, within our soul, and bring in subjection to Christ, because he's the truth. He's the only truth. Other things can appear true, but they're not true. Jesus is the way the truth and the life we know that the Bible tells us that numerous times let's read on a bit more so therefore so because of that many of his disciples when they heard this saying this is a hard or difficult saying who can understand it when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this he said to them does this offend you What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it it has been granted to him by my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Don't you just love the way Jesus speaks? I do. Jesus, help me speak like you. (laughs) He just speaks. He just speaks the truth. No political correctness. Not gagged by fearing. He's not gagged by, by fear of offending someone or some group. He just speaks it the way it is. He speaks the truth. And it's the truth that's going to set the free. Political correctness, ain't going to set anyone free. It's only going to make them more bound up. We need to be able to speak the truth with boldness and declare the righteousness of God and not worry about the circumstances because that's up to God to sort out. If we speak the truth, we've got to speak the truth in righteousness. See, went back and walk with him no more. Went back to the old life. Who wants to go back to the old life? I don't want to go back to life without jesus christ why would i want to do that there was nothing good in it that was everlasting there might have been times where it was all right there's nothing good in it the life of christ is where the goodness of god is The life in jesus christ they went back and walked no more and if i go back jesus said it if i go back to where i was before will that will that take the pressure off you this is what i believe he was saying if I go back to where I was, if I go out of your sight, will that take the pressure off you? Will that be to your benefit? No. <laughs> it is to your benefit that I stay and speak the words of truth. I believe that's what he's saying. You know, do you want me? You know, if I go back to where I was, that wasn't going to be any benefit, was it? It's was only when he sent the Holy Spirit it was a benefit then. That's what he said later on a helper's going to send a helper but at this time yeah I believe he was saying if I go away is that going to take the pressure off you is that going to make it more easier for you and he's saying no I need to stay because you need the words of truth you need to hear what I'm saying you need to be set free by the truth but they said they walked they turned and walked away didn't they but they needed to hear the truth. The people that we love need to hear the truth. They need to hear Jesus Christ is Lord of all. They need to know that the only way to the Father, the only way to eternal life is through Jesus Christ. That's what our friends need to hear. That's what everyone needs to hear. That Jesus is the only way. See, see, because they are spirit and they are life, the spirit gives life the flesh profits nothing they're the words of jesus the flesh profits nothing Yeah, you know, i speak the words truth it's too it was to their advantage that he stays verse 67 this is one of the most pivotal things in the whole bible i believe then jesus said to the 12 do you also want to go away but simon peter answered him Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. In verse 69, also we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's pivotal, isn't it? How pivotal is that? Not only believe, but know. That's the difference. Many people, like I said, will believe in God, but how many people know God? How many people believe in Jesus? How many people know Jesus? We have become to believe and know you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's the gospel message. The Son of the living God. There's maybe many other religions, as I often say, but there's only one whose founder claims to be alive and that's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Why can Jesus give eternal life? Because he has it to give. It's his to give. his to take away and he's to give. He's the righteous judge. See, that was pivotal revelation in those times and it's still pivotal in these times. Yeah? In this day that the Lord has made for us. Yeah? You have the words of eternal life. Have come to know and believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. How great and how amazing is that? Have we got that Revelation that jesus is lord of all that jesus is the son of the living god time prevents me today to start on the fear of god or should i say the lack of it next week next time i might share on that but the thing is i'll leave that little thought with you about the fear of god as well but today we're focusing on jesus he's the author the finisher of our faith Who for the joy that was set before him? We know the scriptures. Who for the joy that was set before him, even he knew that no one else could do what he had to do. Do you know that no one else can do what we've got to do as well? God's called us to share the gospel, to reach the people that we know. We all know different people. We don't all know exactly the same people. We need to be able to reach different people. Where he reached, Others, you can reach people I can't reach and vice versa. But the thing is, we won't reach them unless we challenge, unless we open our mouth, unless we declare the words of truth because the truth's going to set them free. Praise the living God for that. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your obedience, Jesus. We thank you that you set us free. We thank you for your revelation. We praise you for your revelation. We thank you for the boldness that's in the Holy Spirit. And Lord, let that boldness come forth. And Lord, and declare your words of truth to all that we see, to all that we have opportunity. Each and every time we have opportunity, let us declare your words with all boldness. Lord, let the Holy Spirit come forth in the boldness, Lord, that you had. Lord, let let Spirit, the Holy Spirit, let him rest in us and working through us. Lord, let us open our mouths and be your mouthpiece. And Lord, fulfill the call, the commission to seek and save the lost. Lord, help us. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. We thank you. In your name, Jesus. Amen.